You are listening to a Fresno Famous, the All Fresno Podcast, where we talk about the greatest in Fresno pop culture. I am Joshua Teehee. With me, as always, Mike C. of the Dorktown Network of Podcasts. Mike, how are you? I'm good, Josh. How are you in this lovely Fresno day, spring day? It is a beautiful day. May Day, comrades. Yeah, welcome to May. Uh, I may sound different than normal uh hopefully i sound different than normal and this is because of our friend andrew uh longtime listener of the show sent me a message after last episode said hey i'm formally filing a complaint about the sound i said okay duly noted he said i'll i'll bring you over some gear i said okay so uh i now have a case Full Ooh. of all sorts of gear. I could plug straight into my computer here, and uh, I'm legit. I feel legit. Yeah. We're still doing it, obviously, remote, uh, so that, that, you know, whatever, there are issues. But uh, I got a microphone. I got a little uh, interface with my computer wow. here. It's all very beautiful. So thank Look you, Andrew. Class professional. Yeah, for helping us be professional. This, uh, after how this many podcast years? has only been around for, what, like... Uh, uh, 15 years or so 15, so yeah <laughs> and when we're, it, you, you know, know we're getting things kinks right. worked out still kinks worked out after 15 years but the truth about it is uh until the pandemic we were pretty good because we were recording the studio right you know because you do Usually. have the studio set up yeah. which is uh totally uh awesome great setup then the pandemic kind of put a wrench into all that and so we've been kind of doing Skype and different things and on my phone yeah. and blah, blah, blah. And so yeah, hopefully last, la, I this apologize will make it now. For so that, month, and it's, it's cool. Cause he gave me this case. Like it's a, my parent, like uh, I went to my parents and uh, had the case with me and they're like, is that a bomb? Cause it's this <laughs> giant box. You know, <laughs> yes. Yes. It's box. a bomb. It's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> anyway. All right. So um, it is May, as mm-hmm. you said, Weather is beautiful outside. Yep. Which is great. We haven't uh hit that heat nope. that is coming. Yeah. So we know it's coming, but everyone it, should go it, out and enjoy themselves it. in the next uh yeah. I don't know, couple weeks before it gets crazy. Yeah. It's uh it's what's your favorite thing to nice. do like in in this uh whatever two or two weeks of spring or however long <laughs> we've had it, you know, we always joke about uh Fresno's uh tiny spring and fall windows but we've had a pretty significant normal spring for any other city you know you think so yeah i mean yeah no that's true that's true we've had some really good really good weather lately Um, which leads me it's patio season now so i'm just happy not still it's still not night though it still gets too chilly at night and too chilly in the morning for me or like a yeah Yeah. jacket at night but but during the day it's all right. You, you could chill out on the patio. If it, but uh, if it drops pool. below 75, I'm, I have something on. Like, I'll put a hoodie on. I mean, it's 72 right. degrees. I'll put a hoodie on. I can't remember who I was talking to the other day, but they were uh, essentially, like, making fun of uh, how, you know, f- this is what, Fre- like, Fresno 
because we have someone we don't know like once it gets under whatever yeah 75 70 75 people are like ooh, darn right chili gotta yeah. put my switch <laughs> like whatever uh and so i, patio, and it's, I it's recommend patio i recommend uh living like that as as to help you adjust it's like an early you're building up your um body <laughs> resilience for summer tolerance, uh-huh. by like not yeah, yeah. you if it's 70 and you just bundle up i feel like you're like conditioning yourself for summer you're right like, so that when it's 100 you just you're like oh this is great oh yeah this feels perfect i just strip off my t-shirt and i'm ready to go yeah uh, so, uh, patio weather, pool weather yet for you? Not yet. Uh, yeah. my, my kid has gone in just as more of a board, <laughs> right, board right. and want to just jump in the pool kind of thing. Right. I'm going to try it. Yeah. Uh, look at how tough I am. Yeah. She, she actually swam for about 10 minutes, which usually Yeet. she'll do the, like the jump in and like, Oh, nope, uh-huh. nope, nope. And gets right out. But she actually, so when I was younger and I had a pool, I would jump in and then swim for like, I don't know, five minutes and then just shiver, be shivering and then just <laughs> like hate it for having like a the great next time. Half like, hour. Oh, was that was that a like good a, idea? Did you have fun? Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's great in here. I'm having a lot of fun. I could have told you. <laughs> All right. I'm not. I, um, I like it. I can't. I, I don't go until it's getting hot, hot. Right. Right. Because you're an adult. Right. That's what it I'll, I'll sit by it and with a beer and look at it and go, hmm. It's beautiful. Maybe yeah. even dip a foot in or whatever. Yeah, maybe. I feel like a pool is a great thing. Uh, I feel like a pool. If So if you don't have a pool, it's like, I, I need a pool during the summer. Yeah. Uh, and if you have a pool, then you're just like, I don't need a pool until the summer. <laughs> yeah. that, you have sense? to take care of this thing all all year round, but you use it about four or five months. Yeah. So Which is know. four or five months is better than probably most places that get that yeah. get to, to use unless you live like in, you know, Southern California where it's like you could probably use it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Probably all year. Pretty much. All right, so now on to the Fresno Look, stuff. Da, all da, the good da. Fresno well, news, recap, all the good uh, Fresno pop culture stuff that we, we follow because cool. we're nerds like that. Yes. Cool. Something cool that happened in April that we both went out and enjoyed. Yeah. Porch Fest. Porch Fest 2022. It was ridiculous. Uh, that's kind of the only word I can use <laughs> to describe it. And I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean mm-hmm. it uh, like in the best possible way. But it was just so cool. Like it was so cool to be in the neighborhood um, and just kind of walking around and feeling. So partly the tower district also had their, uh, the car show happening yeah, around that time. That was so the there was an influx of people, right? Like generally, but yeah. walking around the neighborhood and just seeing all of these people just wandering around all this music, you could kind of just, even if you couldn't hear the music, you could feel that like there was something going on. Um, it was just great. It was great. And even, and just later being able to see like everyone posting about whatever porch they were at and, and the whole thing. Um, I, I enjoyed it. It was a pretty, cr- I mean, it was made for guys like us or people like us. Uh, you know, we are like, we like local music. We like doing something, uh, you know, creative festival with local music. And and so it was just like somebody made this thing for us 
kind of feeling, you know. Correct. I mean, I definitely, yes, I think you're 100% correct. It's great because it reminds me, uh, it has a lot of the same feeling as like the Fuse Fest. So mm-hmm. for anyone who uh, knows us and, and uh, has been following, you know, Fresno Urban Sound Experience, um, in that it, there's no, like, it's open kind of to anyone. There was like genres everywhere. So no matter what you were into, you were going to, you know, there was a metal band playing here and then there was blake jones playing wherever else and the punk bands were playing here and then there was just this weird kind of eclectic jazzy stuff happening Mm -hmm. and you just yeah it was just a a kind of free-for-all um so you went out take us through i was there for a little bit uh with you but take us through your your day uh at porch fest i started off at the Start some brother Luke, some old brother Luke. The, okay, yeah, from yeah. Back in the brother day, Luke, love him. brother Luke came back and he played the hits, man. And he was playing hits. over there. Uh, the, what the, would have been the high top coffee yes. had a that had was a like port. a that was a that was a big uh, that was one of the hubs. Hubs. Yeah, I believe hub, I uh, feel like that was definitely coaches. a hub. That was where if that was you could have sat there all day, right, and been uh, completely satisfied. Yeah, you could. Yeah, you didn't need to leave that that spot. That was a definite, uh, definite big uh, spot for the music, but also for like hanging out with and seeing people. Yeah, seeing everyone. Yeah, that was uh, a scene yeah. porch. That's for sure. Correct. Yeah, and just going, you know, and then going into that that main block of the tower district, that whole block mm-hmm. that's, that's North of the tower theater block. I don't know. If, I'm mm-hmm. sure that block has a, probably a name if it's just tower district, but it's, it seems like when you research hard enough and find different maps enough, especially real estate, uh, sort of friendly maps, like they, all the, all, almost all the blocks have names. Have a, Yes, some yes. sort of name. It yes. might be a because there, de- yes. There's name, the Wilson but, Island. There's the yeah, Fresno yeah. High. There's the blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah. It's funny because you know the Tower District definitely it, like the so the Tower District has uh it's it's huge. Tower District is huge. You know it goes from Shields to Belmont, fruit. yeah, f- uh, she- Blackstone to Fruit, right? Like that whole that's a huge mm-hmm. area. But as you get through it, yeah, I mean I think there's the I don't know the the uh, the olive olive corridor or whatever you would call the that entertainment yeah. business district. Uh, there's the Van S uh, corridor, which mm-hmm. is like where Spokeasy and all those places are. There's uh, Fresno High area. There's uh, like I said, Wilson Island. Uh, as you get further, you get into like old old Fig and those er- that area that's yeah. closer to Shield. So um, yeah, and there yeah, were there was stuff cold. everywhere. Yeah, and that. it was that was cool. I mean, I even though I didn't really get to go out to them, I really liked that there was, you know, porches way out in the like there was a couple in the Hamilton Junior High block there. Yep, yep, yeah. Uh, you know, those some around the Fresno High, Fresno City College, all the way area. down to and so here here's here's what happened uh for me. So uh, we played. Uh, I played with Victim of Propaganda. You you saw that. You showed up there. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was right there on Echo, pretty close to Olive. Um, so I got a ride uh, from my uh, uh, friends where, you know, we kind of started. Uh, and they're at uh, Van Ness and Clinton. Okay, so Van Ness and Clinton. I got a ride uh, to Olive and Echo-ish. 
And uh, I was like, I can just walk back. It's not, it's fine. Mm -hmm. uh, and then you showed up and I was like, oh, I'm going to hang out with Mike. Let's go see some stuff. Mm -hmm. So then uh, we went down to Goldstein's. Okay. So we walked yeah. to Goldstein's and then we walked back to uh, Olive and, and Echo and we saw Devoya, mm -hmm. our friend Devoya Mayo playing on the porch there. That was really yeah. cool. And then we were like, we're going to go down and see Blake Jones. And he was playing south of Olive. Yeah. Almost south near Tau. the canal. He was in the South Tau. Yeah. South Tau, which is almost back to like where I live downtown. <laughs> you almost brought yourself back by yes. walking. So, right. So at a certain point, I realized like, oh, I got to walk back to go get my car. <laughs> and so I did. And along and the way, a, then I stopped at various walk. places. I stopped at the the um, the high top coffee porch and some other places. Anyway, by the time I got back to my car, I was just I was done. I was like <laughs> sunburned. Yeah. Uh, I was. It was just I had not planned my day appropriately at all. Yeah. Like I just you know. I didn't so. realize that was as big of a jaunt as it was until I started heading back as well. And I was like, yes, oh, right, wow. right. We got yeah. ourselves way out here. Feel, especially <laughs> if like if you're going from all it like let's say Olive and Echo uh, out there, it's not that far. You know, it's like a block or a couple blocks and like whatever. But if you add up all of the blocks that you've already walked, <laughs> you suddenly are like, oh boy, I should have got a scooter or something. Yeah, yeah I'll definitely uh, get a. I still haven't replaced my stolen bike yet, but um, next year, a bike, yeah. next year I'll get a bike. I think a bike's the way to go. Yeah, a bike would have been great if I had had a bike. And and truthfully, I could have just gone and got my bike at any point. Uh, <laughs> but um, but you were playing, yeah. so like you couldn't. That's really, true. You like can't I bike did, your yeah, I did have some gear and stuff, but um, of the uh, things that you saw, uh, what was some of the the highlights for you? Um, well, certainly the high top and then, and you um, don't, you don't have to say, Laura, uh, my, my, <laughs> well, it was Laura's watch stage. Cause it was cool yeah. because like, you know, we're, uh, we're, we've sort of aged out of the scene a little bit, or at least I have anyway. Yeah. I mean, for myself. yeah, yeah. But I, like yeah. going around to those places, like, you know, seeing people from, you know, 15 years ago when I, when yeah, I was yeah. heavily into the scene and like would be like a major part of it or whatever, or just knew everybody in it. Yeah. Least. Yeah. 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 And, uh, so like seeing people from that era, <laughs> from our right. era of, of, right. Of it, you know, it was yeah. cool to, to see that. Yeah. Uh, Toby was out there from strange vine mm -hmm. and, uh, Jonathan Haddon, uh, who some people probably know and has done a lot of stuff. And yeah, there was just, a, and then, you know, yeah. all, of course, all of the guys from, uh, the Sunnydales mm -hmm. and uh, Mantis Watch and all that, all those dudes. So it was, uh, it was a different uh, conversations than I had had uh, long ago. Was like you know yes. that I was having parental like we were exchanging like school gossip. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> parenting and school gossip. Like, oh, what about the, that school? And what was that? oh, yeah, oh man. This yeah, was, this was our As happened. Was not the conversations I had ten, fifteen years ago. Right, right. Right. Of course, those would have all happened like, you know, at, at you know, uh, 11, 12 o'clock at night, one o'clock in the morning outside yeah. of, you know, Tokyo Garden or something. So. Yeah, right. Exactly. Or, and now we're uh, having them in like Club Fred or Audis. Yeah. Like, well, well, we got to get going. You know? 
Yeah. Uh, anyway, great event. Oh, yeah. Uh, it, I'll be very excited to see how it unfolds next year. Yeah, it's like, it Just is a worry in, of like, is this, could this get, like, it's not there yet, but like, I could see like maybe next year it could get even bigger and then like start issues start happening because of that yeah yeah, like it shouldn't get much bigger than it is right now because i feel like if it does get bigger that could be like even the tower district neighborhood would be like all right this is we gotta we gotta we gotta i mean obviously this is the only neighborhood in fresno you could get away with this and not have a uprising so you know what i I mean i think i think what ultimately would be great to have happen or how i would envision it which i think would be the way to do it is you have all this stuff during the day at the various uh porches you know and then it all leads up to something somewhere in the neighborhood um that is like more organized so you have like uh maybe at the saint Therese park or somewhere you yeah. know like like they used to have the the jamaica my weekend yeah or the do blues, they do not the do that blues anymore? Thing. What's that? Do they not do that anymore? No, I don't think they've done that for for a while. Um, you know, but but that would be, and so you know, so it so it sort of builds so that like it, you know, five or six o'clock. Then you have the other this other bigger event that runs that's a little more formalized, you know, and so you can have bigger crowds that kind of come in later, and they're all kind of in one place, and you know, and and that would be a lot of work, and and you know kind of take it a little bit out of of what a normal porch fest i think is supposed to be yeah um but i think just from a logistic standpoint i think that would be the best sort of way because obviously i think the reason that porch like that porch fest is so um has been so successful is because people need it like the need is there people you know there's a bunch of people in bands who are like Hey, I want to play. Uh, here's a perfect opportunity for us to play without having to go through all, jump through all the hoops of like, you know, uh, finding a venue and you know, blah 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 blah. So, and you know, from the the people who are uh, organizing it, it's a cool thing because it's like there's there's not a whole because everyone is using their individual porches. It's a little easy to, uh, it's easier to kind of coordinate yeah. all that. Well, anyway, hopefully, uh, hopefully it comes back full, full tilt. Yeah, man. Uh, like, like this. Year. It was definitely one of the most exciting events. One of the most talked about events. Uh, definitely one of the most, like, if you look at the number, like the sheer number of bands that were playing, um, you know, and I made this joke and I didn't mean to offend anyone and I hope I didn't, but I was like, you know, if you're not playing porch fest, are you really even a musician? Uh, in Fresno, because it felt like everybody right. uh, that I know who was playing somewhere during during that day, and and again, that was a joke, not <laughs> and an over exaggeration. Yeah, but that's sort of what it felt like. Just yeah. trying to go for a good punchline. That's all. Well, that's what I do. Yeah. <laughs> um, another major tower district thing that happened um since the last yep. show. The Tower Theater is going to be bought, fingers crossed, by the city of Fresno and not Adventure Euro. Church. And not the church. Yeah. Yeah. $6.5 million. I think it was a $6.5 million deal. 
uh that includes a bunch of stuff but um it does yeah. include the whole that i was a little confused on whether that includes um sequoia or are they or sequoia gonna break off and that yes i, I think one. that includes sequoia so i think and i haven't actually looked at, at the um deal i haven't seen the full deal close enough i don't know if anyone has building, other than like business. whatever but um i mean people have seen it i just don't know if it's like readily available for the public to look at but yeah. um yeah so i think it is for the whole property and then sequoia would buy the property you know from the city okay. i think that's the way that that it well, plays out and the yeah, city is giving it, yeah. you know i think we'll the city is out. giving some kind of loan to them to help make that work out but yeah so are you uh so this good day happy day uh, so it certainly felt like a win for the people, uh, you know, who were opposing this, th that didn't want the didn't that think the idea of having a church in that space um, was a bad idea is a bad idea and sort of sets a really poor precedent for what is what has historically been a an entertainment district and b a uh, lgbtq friendly environment right. um it definitely felt like a win for that i think it so it solves one problem and i think it maybe creates some other problems yeah um you know there's still court wranglings that are going to have to happen because the church immediately like came out and said uh you know that they're going to uh, amend their complaint the complaint that they have to include the city and and you know everyone else like they're just whatever um and and then they're gonna file for an injunction to stop the sale so that they can you know whatever um so they're still fighting it uh and the city is from what i understand on the the on the hook for that stuff depending on how that all plays out both for the tower theater owner uh, and for Sequoia Brewing, um, you know, I think there. So the the church's position, and there are other people who probably believe this, uh, but the church has a position that, like, the Tower Theater owner, like, really made out good on this. The owners, I should say, um, made out good on this because they're getting more money than they would have if they sold to the church and uh, Lawrence. Uh, Abate, I think that's how you say it. Um, I think is getting some money, uh, from my understanding, to to kind of uh, stay on as a manager of the place for a while. Um, and it it does feel like that to me. It feels like, well, he certainly, <laughs> you know, yeah. uh, got a good end of the deal, especially for if you're following this. I feel like m a, most of the, or uh, I don't know, I don't know how you want to rank it, but at least some of the issues that surround this, the controversies, like, um, could have been avoided had the Tower Theater ownership been transparent from the very beginning. And that didn't happen. And I think there's been some sort of, sh some like shadiness throughout the whole process. Um, and so it's, it kind of feels like, you know, dude is a, a little bit getting um, rewarded uh, and, you know, maybe, you know, so if I were the church, I don't necessarily think that I would have gotten involved in, in 
the sale in the first place, just seeing as how this person was acting. And this is from like what the church has said, like how the church says that that interaction went on. Um, and as the city, it's like, oh, man, I'm not 100 percent sure that that this is necessarily a person that you want to do business with. That being said, I think the city's argument would be the building is more is is more important. It's more important to um, maintain that the sort of nexus of that area. Um, and so the city can best do that by taking it over and then, you know, at some point putting in s- someone new there who will run it as it is intended to has historically intended uh, to be run. Right. So, you know, I think I, I have problems with it um, in that. You know, the city has entertainment venues they they already run that they could sort of contract out to um, and they contract out for. So I think, you know, the um, Woodward Park Amphitheater, uh, the, the Fresno Convention Center. Um, the Grizzly Stadium ha- or the, the Chuck, they have, show- there's a show. At Grizzly so, Stadium. yeah, I think the yeah, Chichancy, like I think the like um, management of it, uh, in from that respect, is done by the Grizzlies uh, for the off. Like, so I don't think it's mm-hmm. done through the city. Okay. Um, and then you know, like, uh, convention center. I think right. is is uh the Sorian? same company that does is, is contracted through the, the same company that property? does Safe Mart Center. Um, and then I'm not sure how the amphitheater works, but I, I you know, so my my you know, question or, or sort of where I, I could see, uh, uh, so the theater only works if there's someone in there who knows how to book it and knows how to make it, make it happen. And, and I worry that if that's not a priority that, um, it's gonna flounder for a bit. Yeah. So, I mean, it definitely has to be be somebody in there focused on that, that knows what they're doing. Otherwise it's just going to be like, you'll see like one show every six months kind of thing, you know? Right. You have to have someone in there who, who is actively out and and pushing it and really trying to get people in and working with, you know, uh, working with the managers and bookers and things to, to bring it in. And, and, you know, so I think there was some talk of possibly starting a nonprofit, a 501c3, that would help run that, which I think that's fine. Um, but again, you know, the key there is finding someone who understands how to operate a venue. Cause you see the same thing with uh, the Warners, um, where yeah. it's a 501c3, cool. Um, but there isn't that much. Not many shows there. Not much happening because they, I don't, you know, they don't necessarily have someone who's focused on that a hundred percent all the time. What I would really like to see, and I don't think it'll ever, I don't think it'll happen, but I would like to see the city try to sell the theater to someone, to you know, an entity that runs these things mm-hmm. and would and would would really cultivate it in the way that it needs to be done. Because I know, or at least I've heard in the past from people. Um, you know, this is all pre-pandemic, so whatever. But that there were uh, venue owners from the Bay who were looking to get into Fresno. Okay. Um, and so if those people still exist, uh, 
the city might have an opportunity to bring in someone and, you know, an out-of-towner, you know, uh, there's questions, but whatever. Uh, but bring in someone who really understands how to run a venue like this and can really sort of keep it, you know, uh, up and relevant. Um, yeah, I mean, I but, would support that I Support that as long as, you know, it's somebody like we have Numskull doing shows here that brings bands and I don't know where Numskull, you would probably know where Numskull is based, but like they uh, seem on, to have uh, a all over the place. They seem I to think. have like a system yeah. set up to where Fresno gets shows because of Numskull being uh, connected to other California venues right, right, that we right. wouldn't get. So it would be sort of a hundred percent right like so if that. you if you could get an owner who maybe either had uh connections or ran other venues across Cal then you could start to see uh sort of these package things coming through that were like you that know um, because right. you know maybe they have a venue in san francisco or a couple of venues they're like we'll put you in san francisco but you also have to play fresno mm -hmm. right <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh crap which I mean, I don't think that's a a bad thing at all. No, um, I mean it's a good so, thing. That it would be, uh, I think, it'd be a huge help because there's so many that forget. Like, all right, well, we got you in San Francisco, we got you in L.A., and don't even think about like you could just run over the Fresno in between right, right. those L.A. and San Francisco shows, and right, and so right. many times um, that doesn't happen. So anyway, I mean, and we know even from what's been happening during the pandemic that the like that the venue is viable, you know, cause they've right. had uh, several sold out shows. I mean, even with all the controversy and stuff, you know, Steve-O came for two nights and sold out, right. uh, you yeah, know, even whatever. With all this, so, they, I, I, I think I, I mean, it's always a little scary. Uh, Fresno, see if Fresno throwing money out at something, especially since that whole Met thing went, uh, oh, that I forgot. Yeah, <laughs> really uh -huh, yeah, south. Yeah. But that doesn't mean, because uh, I watched almost that whole day of uh, the city uh, going in front of the council, everyone going in front of the council. Oh, man, you, uh, congrats. <laughs> uh, it was entertaining, that. that's why. I was like, this is a different kind of day. I probably so, should have done that, CMAC, uh, but I just CMAC. followed uh, Brianna and, and yeah. Andy Hanson-Smith on but, Twitter. Uh, so. Well, yeah, some of them were tough to, like, I'm just like, ah. But, um, but I... I lost my train of thought on that one, but you were watching the whole thing on uh, the city council. Yeah. And I, I, I think that we, it, it's still a good thing that the city did this. And, and I don't think this is something like, yeah, maybe we would, uh, let's uh, assuming this all goes through. I know I'm not counting any, uh, counting my eggs here because I know that the adventure church is going to make this a, big problem instead it's of gonna get drawn going, out as, as long as it going can going away yeah, and sure. going and finding a church and go have fun finding all that money you guys have go get yourself a nice church and and enjoy yourselves because the whole thing that whole day during that thing was just like they made it out to be like you're you're prosecuting us because of our beliefs and Mm -hmm. so, um, um, it's just like nobody that, no that they, argument they had, to me is 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 very funny because um you know i think people are forgetting that the only reason that the church was even in there for any amount of time was because they were not uh 
they did not have to follow the same rules as everyone else during the pandemic. So the pandemic had shut down essentially everything else. And so the only thing that could go there was a church because they they didn't have to follow the the pandemic protocol. So the the theater could not book uh, musicians, any other whatever, but but the church could come in. And so it's like, no. Actually, you were being treated much like better, yeah. uh, I guess, in some, but at least differently. You were not being prose- uh, uh, sort of uh, prosecuted. Is that the right uh, <laughs> word? Anyway, um, you were be- you were given uh, better treatment during the pandemic, and that's the reason that you were able to get a foothold even in this place right. for the owner to even think that and it then, would be viable. Like, and and, 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 and I weren't, think weren't supposed that to be there in the first. The owner, like he would say, like he would say this, he would say that, you know, that because the year before the pandemic, this is what he, the owner had told me the year before the pandemic was like the, the years before were the best years that they had had almost ever. So they had two great years and then suddenly the pandemic comes, everything else is shut down. And the only option is a church and why? Because they're a church and they didn't have to follow the protocols like everyone else. So this idea that they were being persecuted or whatever doesn't really hold up uh, with me. And and that and what and the biggest point about that is it's because you're in the Tower Theater, guy. Like they they would never the the Adventure Church people would never. I not heard one seen one person there acknowledge that they are in a theater made the Tower Theater Fresno's like iconic most sure. iconic building you could argue right that's made yeah. for a theater and they would never acknowledge that they would just be like right. you're prosec- you're because we're christian and uh, right no it's because yeah. you're in the fucking tower theater you fucks nobody's i mean saint Teresa's right. down the street nobody's in front of saint Teresa going bad stayed right you know? yeah, i mean that's or and and also no one's in front of the the church that they already uh, own right. on uh, on Palm Avenue, it, and like you know, I drive by there all the time, like, hey, and they always they're out front, uh, you know, and there's protesting. no one protesting out there. So it's because it's yeah, because I mean, they're in a tower think, theater, right. you assholes. And there were and there was things that they talked about, like people pointing out how they're they you know not publicly, but they're basically saying like this is the den of sin for Fresno, and we want to be right, in right. their middle of it. Right. And, right, which and and, uh, and I mean, so if you think about it from uh, the church's standpoint, so if if you were, and I'm not saying I don't, I'm not saying this is what's happening, okay, but if you were uh, a church who wanted to uh, sort of um, to glom onto the culture wars thing that is mm-hmm. happening, it's a real thing that's happening right now. There's these cult like. Getting into the Tower Theater, putting yourself into what has historically been the one, like, safe place for LGBTQ right. and uh, and other uh, communities is is perfect. I mean, it just it's it's perfect. You right. can't you couldn't have come up with a perfect a more perfect uh, w- place to be to sort of launch that 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 thing it'd be like know. it'd be like if so. our side opened up a uh hardcore music venue on the campus of people's church and been right, like right what? next What's door or, right well and i think and we've talked about this before and i think everyone would be very clear you know if i wanted to if hustler superstore 
right. wanted to open uh, down the street from whatever church. That's not going to happen, right? I mean, yeah. it's just not. In fact, they had trouble opening uh, where Stone they Shaw were right Avenue on, on Blackstone yeah. there, or on Shaw, rather. Um, so I think people can understand that from one perspective, but for whatever reason, they can't understand it from the flip side, which is like, no, look, this is this is an entertainment district. It's a, uh, you know, it, it is designed to be um, sort of for for everyone. Um, yeah. It's like you and, have the rest of the uh, city. You had the rest of the city. Just don't go here. This is all anyone <laughs> was ever saying. Like, yeah. just choose anywhere else, literally anywhere else out of this block, outside of this block. And nobody's going to say. Well, and, and truthfully, outside of the outside of that building. I mean, I don't even think that anyone's saying uh, yeah. outside of the block, you know. But anyway, so the city did it. Uh, $6.5 million deal. You can go to the Fresno Bee. The uh, FresnoBee.com has some uh, good information on that. I would actually say Corin uh, Hoggard, if you like, has been tweeting a lot about this. I haven't really necessarily mm-hmm. followed like the actual news uh, stories that he's, <laughs> he's done, like, but what's, what's um, just because like I, I don't. But I've been following uh, Twitter, and he has a lot of good information. You kind of have to like piece through it to to get um, a lot of the stuff. But he has some stuff that that I don't that I hadn't seen mm-hmm. uh, anywhere else um, in terms of some of the mediation and some of the other things. Um, because you know, this is the thing the the sale has gone gone to mediation and there was uh, there's a lot that's been happening that led to this this point right i mean obviously 2 years or a year and a half of protests and stuff so anyway yeah, hopefully it, hopefully I, i'm, I'm interested i will be interested to see a few things one uh you know how they're going to deal with uh continuing the management of the theater mm-hmm. in in terms of making sure that that it is used for its proper intent and then b um, you know, is will there be a point where uh the church they and, and I don't want to use the word evicted because I don't think uh, evicted is the right word, but that the church will no longer be uh, and I don't want to say aloud, but that the church won't have services there anymore. I I wonder if there's going to be a point where the city says, you know, um, you know, we we you can't have services here. Hopefully, I mean, or or whoever's managing it. I don't I don't know if the city can make that. Uh, you know, the whole uh, thing's got to be exhausting for. I I just think of the people that go to the church. I'm just like, I have like this would be exhausting for me. Like, can I just go to a building and and hang out and and enjoy or worship my God for a couple right, hours right, and go right, home? I like not have to deal with all this. I'm just right. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot in there. There's a lot to to unpack, you know. Um, and I and I, it, it, the whole thing, it just yeah, it it did not. The whole thing never. It was just a, a screw. Like I don't know, screw up, but it was just fucked from the start. Right. And you then, know? and we, I mean, uh-huh. just, and and just, no one no one makes out on the you know I mean. Arguably, the owner power make theater out owners make out, but yeah. no one else makes out. The city definitely doesn't make out. The community hasn't made out for the last year. Um, the church, truthfully, aside from some publicity, if that's you know if that's kind of where they're they're at, they are not making out on this. You know, they're not. Mm-hmm. I I don't personally believe they're 
looking too good on this in the way that it's been handled. So, you know, there's no winners in this, really. Um, and it's really just about sort of making sure that we mitigate um, whatever, uh, like, fallout and, and are able to keep the, the Tower District community as it has been historically intended. Right. So. Let's just, yeah. Hopefully everything works out, and and if the city has to be owning the tower theater for it to operate uh, uh, the way it's intended, I'm fine with it. I don't yeah. care if uh, you know, even if it doesn't make money for the city or not. It's just yeah. it's important that it's in, well. And in I the do right think hands. there is some. I personally believe there's opportunity there, like some big opportunity. Yeah. I mean, there for could some be really like cool stuff to happen, money for and some good and partnerships to be made, and all like of you that. Said, so they could maybe one day. It's it's real estate. It's prime real estate. So it's. Like I mean, they, that's they the could other one thing. time sell one day sell it and make money yeah. for the city. So, yeah. especially if they can keep it operating. This is what I'm saying. You know, mm-hmm. you keep it operating as a venue. Um, you know, then at some point there could be someone who sees that potential and goes like, oh yeah, I want, we need to get into Fresno. Mm-hmm. Um, we want a venue. Oh, here's a perfect venue that's been operating as it's supposed to for however long. And it looks good and it has everything it needs inside and the sound systems like, you know, and all of that stuff is, is awesome. That is something that I think could be attractive to investors, including people from out of town. So, right. All right. All right, it's time for music, music break. Because I mean, Tower Theater. Imagine, imagine uh, this band playing the Tower Theater. I'd be all about it. I want to say I've. I uh, it, it has happened. Oh, okay. <laughs> probably, uh, probably so right. because uh, remember Rock of the Tower? Yes. Okay. That so was there sort were, of the, the there were a couple precursor of to the, there were two Fest. years I think Rock of the Tower. That was a uh, that was a a, a lead in. To Fuse Fest, there lead into Fuse Fest. It was a, a Blake. I I, per, I know about it through Blake Jones. He wasn't the only one involved, but he was sort of the lead uh, in the year that I sort that he he reached out to me and said, "Hey, you know, help." Blah, blah. But the year before, I believe uh, Sparkle Jet played okay. the, the first one, and uh, you know, just destroyed it as they do. Um, also, and I don't know if you knew this, in April, 25 years for Sparkle Jet. They've been playing for 25 years. Uh, and they just released this new album called Cola. Um, if you are listening to this on after Tuesday, May 3rd, you can get the album. It's available on all the platforms and all that stuff. If you're listening to this um, before that, you have to wait a day or so. But it'll be cool. Um, so check it out. We're going to play a track. What do we want? What did I say we were going to play? Yeah. Winding up my head. Let's play winding up my head. This is off the the album Cola. Try 
There you go, Sparkle Jet new album. I feel like this is a so this is the the first album that they've done like a like a proper studio album like with overdubs and stuff mm-hmm. in a long time um, because the past few albums they've done they they've essentially just did one of the like a live studio album where they just all set up and they just do it kind of live right. Uh, uh, and record the whole thing, and and that's what it is. And and they did one of those. They did with Steve Albini in uh, Chicago. That's crazy. Who, that's they that's like his with thing. Steve you know, Albini, man. How did they? How did they? How did that happen? They they paid him money, and then <laughs> they just went and did it because that's the kind of guy. So you know, like Steve Albini, I think that like we think like he did the Nirvana album, and you know all this like cool stuff. Um, but he just had he's just he's just a sound en- like he's just really he's just a sound engineer like any other sound engineer at any other studio so you could just book studio time anyone can go mm-hmm. and then you know like whatever and it costs whatever and you know I, I i don't know if he's like someone who's like oh listens to your stuff and uh this doesn't really fit with what i'm doing and says no or whatever i i don't know that but yeah you could just you just kind of go and that's, that's what they did and they were actually going to go back for this album and then uh scott oliver who is another local uh musician he was in the miss allens or whatever um he was talking to victor uh one day victor's the singer for sparkles you sing a guitar player and uh he was like oh, okay well that's cool but like you know you guys have already kind of done that. Wouldn't you want to? Wouldn't it be cool to do something else? And you could just spend, uh, you know, instead of going out to Chicago, spending three days and trying to get everything done, you could record here and spend three months or or longer and really make a like layered kind of really awesome different kind of thing. So that's what they did, and and Scott Oliver produced the thing, and um, yeah, it's good. I I think people are really gonna be, um happy with it so if you're a sparkle jet fan i hope i can get i hope they're gonna make some tapes i want some tapes yeah see i don't know i mean i uh, I yeah i don't know if they're gonna make physical copies i assume they probably will at whatever point um i i am interested to see i want to see them play because i want to see how these songs translate to the live uh setting um because i think they're gonna be they're gonna be super good so sparkle jet there you go band of the episode Did you make it out the record store day? And, uh, I did not. Oh, I was at time. a journalism conference. Oh, um, look at you. Talking journalism. about podcasts. Oh, actually. what the heck? Not only podcasts, but uh, a lot of other stuff. But what's that? Did you speak? No, 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 no. I uh, They actually had a... Um, 
I don't know what you call who these the the people who sort of uh, work for companies and like buy podcasts. What do you call those people? You know oh, what? In, yeah. in, uh, there's a name for it. Anyway, um, and so she works for this company, and they they're a uh, you know a, a network podcast network, whatever. I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it was like the idea was like, hey, you have a podcast uh, idea. How how do you get it made? How do you sell it? How do you like whatever? Mm-hmm. Um, and that was just one. There were several topics, but that was one that sort of connected with me because I'm like, oh, I do podcasting. I've podcasts. done podcasting for a long time, blah, blah, blah. Um, anyway, so that, yeah, I was at, it was the news train conference and really cool. Good, good stuff uh, happening. It was out there at Fresno State um, oh, put on by the department out there and a bunch of other um, local sponsors. So. So no, nice. the answer is no. Did you make it out? I I did, but I went late. I didn't make it out. And didn't the, get around there was early nothing, enough. Yeah, yeah all, all the good stuff was was gone. But uh, did you end up buying anything? No. <laughs> uh, did yeah. uh, where did you which uh, where I, did you, know, you end up I, going? Ended, I uh, I ended up just going to Tower District Records because it's just closer, and I didn't feel like sure. going into the uh, the the region just because I like I kind of truthfully I I kind of like region better than. Tower district, but I didn't feel like going all the way into the tower. Right, proper, right. So. Yeah, yeah. I get that. Yeah, but um, um yeah, I, I want to go. I need to go over the region. I haven't been in a little while. Soon. Yeah, I haven't either. Uh, and they have a like. I follow them both. So if anyone is into records, uh, you should follow both Tower District yes. and Region Records on yes. social media because they they post all the time about all the cool stuff they have. Um. And lots, and they, they they have lots of cool stuff, you know. I mean, and and it's great. What I appreciate about those the two places here in town is that they they have different things, you know. They're um they have some similar, but you know, just stylistically in terms of what the people there are into. Um, so you know, you're gonna find different things at e- in each of the the places depending. So yes, and I always record store day is a cool day and. It's great. Uh, yeah, it's, I was it's, there were a lot of people out from what I saw well, that, following that, on social that media. region line. So. I didn't see what the tower district line looked like, but the region line was around to, to those new it Bonadelli was, apartment. Or, I don't know if it's Bonadelli. Yeah, it was around the corner. It was crazy. Those new condo apartment things are now back there. Wild. Yeah, which is yeah. cool. I, are those open? Are we done? Uh, I don't know. Should be. I, I believe they're they're, they they should be close. It should be close. I saw some people in there the other day, but I don't know if they were like workers or, uh, you know, putting yeah. final touches on things. But More it should be close. In the tower. It should be pretty close. Yeah. I Connecting like the South Tower to Ooh, uh, the South rest Tau. of downtown, South or Tau, Tower right? District into South Tower. I don't know. However you want to think about it. But. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Oh wait. Well. Uh, well, renderings. We like renderings. <laughs> that was a good segue, dude. I appreciate that. <laughs> you segue. know, I was trying to figure out a segue and it wasn't happening. So I just <laughs> You're just like we it. like so what's really funny about that is like um that's you you are not wrong because many times uh on this uh podcast and then also like on your blogs uh-huh. you have talked about rendering <laughs> like we you they we have posted and we've uh, talked look, about they always like look so whatever cool. and so it's a hundred percent. We do appreciate a good rendering. Yeah. 
um, for like you know uh, new uh, new buildings and whatnot. Yeah, we got um, a new rendering for our Fresno uh, yeah. station for high speed rail. Although and I've it, seen the other renderings, and I, I don't know that it's too different than the ones I saw before, but it came out as if like these are brand new renderings. So I guess. Oh, I had never seen them before. Not not these specific ones. Similar. I hadn't. I had not seen it in this way. And I will tell you. So, you know, everyone's always like, "Oh, is high speed rail ever going to happen?" I don't know. <laughs> Nobody. Like, I really don't know at this point. If it does, and it looks like what. Like it looks like that rendering. Holy shit, Fresno! Like that's transformative. Yeah, like literally transformative for Fresno. Like have the first one. You know, like I don't think people understand like how crazy it would be to drive through that part of the city, like off of the ninety nine or whatever, and see that, or or live in downtown and you know see this huge crazy thing. Yeah, and I think that was like part of that plan is to have housing right there along there too. That basically that little that little section uh on the other side of or on the northern side of the stadium where there's kind of just parking lots. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh getting like into Chinatown or whatever. Yeah, or no, not that side. The other, uh, the downtown side. The uh, oh, okay, like uh-huh. yeah. sort of the Fulton side. At yeah, closer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. That runs along Grizzly Stadium, but um, it would be like H Street, yeah, area. But yeah. like back along, where there's just like city the parking lots back there, like yeah, that H-C whole area yeah. would be like housing and like it. It'll be like a sort of a corridor to, out to the high speed rail from Fulton Street. Yeah, and. I don't know. It, it would be amazing. I just, <laughs> fingers crossed this happens. I, the one good thing is like they, I think they said in the article, like they're, they're, they're almost got all the property done. Oh, like, per- all, they all, there's stuff, only yeah. like, which is the, has like, been the big thing. I think one, there's only about, I, I think I, I'm, I'm totally maybe wrong on these quotes this math but it's like and you could they've look got it up 400 if, miles uh, they've only got 100 miles left uh, uh they've got 400 miles done and only only got about 100 miles left of like property <laughs> just buying yeah <laughs> but then they Which, still have to build it and make right. it and, but like know, they're they're still i mean it's still getting built along between here yeah. and madeira yeah. and south uh, yeah south sure. but uh i you know it does seem like it's going to be I, it's going to be for my grandkids right at this point, but right, uh, right, right, which is I, fine. It's just, I mean, it needs to happen. So, I mean, it's frustrating that it's taking so long and it's using up so much money, but uh, it's something we need in California, especially Fresno. And, sure, yeah, you know that between something between San, connecting San Francisco and L.A. and Fresno, all the, the it's. To, I mean, it's not fun to drive to San Francisco. It's not fun to drive to the coast. And, uh, it's, it would be a lot better if you had something not car related right, to get right. us out of here. It would be nice. It would be really nice to, uh, Hopefully. to be able to just get on a train and go to San Francisco, uh, and, and, and not really have to worry, uh, you know. So I, we're going, I'm going down to LA in uh, september and my brother was like uh 
uh, we're going to ride the train from, because he knows some people who live out in Hanford. We're going to ride the train out to Hanford, and then we're going to catch a ride with some people in Hanford to go out to, like, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was like, whoo, going to ride the train. That sounds <laughs> great, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and so, anyway, it would be nice to, like, if, you know, I'm going down to L.A. to be able to, and and you can now on Amtrak, sure. Well, but uh, you have to take a bus it would be nice to, you know, just a quick, easy ride up to San Francisco or uh, down to L.A. Um, and like you said, we're not going to uh, see it, you know, but <laughs> we might We'd just be old and retired. And yeah. Like, I mean, and that's fine. I remember yeah. when I used to talk about this on my podcast. And somebody be, next right. to me, and be like, we'll still be talking about like, it on okay, our podcast. OK, old timer. Yep. The, oh, the longest running the podcast. 7,000 episodes. 40 years ago, 80, we used to talk about 85 years old uh, on uh, continuing to do Flowing with Famous. Yeah. <laughs> Some anyway, the, no, I think uh, for anyone who hasn't seen those, yeah, I think it, it looks, the renderings make it look amazing. And, um, and again, I think it would be transformative for that, that area, especially. And I like uh, how uh, have some, uh, the high-speed rail... Uh, Cause like I don't know where I saw this, but I think it might have been on High Speed Rail's uh, Instagram. But like okay. they sort of That's since cool they're, they they're based here right now, they're based in Fresno, and it's not all Fresnans that work for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So it's for like, sure, yeah. but they're they've become this sort of uh, defense defense of Fresno in the Valley right now of like because they'll be like la or bay area people get on like what the hell why are you doing it in fresno why are you doing it in the valley we don't need it in the valley just make it to uh, san francisco la and make it to san diego and blah 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 and they're like well and they and they're in this position of defending the valley as the, uh-huh. the choice to be made for starting this that's like, great like well the yeah. valley is actually more uh this is more needed in the valley and it's more right. suited for to have the first line of it being tested blah 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 so i was like oh this is nice somebody else having the to uh make this argument to right LA and be and, and smartly because they've been studying right. it forever and doing and yeah doing it yeah. answering them and and well thought out and uh responses right. rather than our blog war style response right right things. right being able to actually shoot people down with some some knowledge right got the knowledge so hopefully one day one yeah day, man one day people uh, can li- listen back to this show 50 years later and be like See, and go they, they man do. remember when we had nothing downtown you know right. like downtown uh, was a crap hole shifting to uh, uh <laughs> It'll just be, I mean, the crap hole will be in a different part of town. There's still some Fresno people out there like, downtown, there'll be like some jackass on there like, downtown's nothing. You just go down there for jury duty. And then people will be You just go down there to get the high-speed trail and the high-speed rail and that's it. You don't know what the hell you're talking about. You have not looked around. There is a lot more to downtown than jury duty. Well, and I mean, I think that's a thing. This is, and going back to the Tower Theater, like this is another thing that I've noticed. Um, in sort of the the talking and the like, there's a lot of people, and especially the people who like to talk about these things mostly, are people who don't really have any knowledge of like what's actually happening. Um, they don't, you know, they 
you the people who love to talk about downtown most are people who don't they don't go to downtown they've never been to downtown they haven't been to downtown they don't uh hang out here they don't you know um but they love to talk about it. and the same thing with the tower district you get a lot of people who are like um you know so even like the church itself i feel like uh they would say they're in the community and like whatever but but are you obviously the it from what they say and how they they portray themselves they they aren't um and there's a lot of people you know i listened to kmj uh um you know right around as this all was was happening and they get a lot of people calling in and i feel like it's the same thing where you get people who are calling in who um just they don't know Mm -hmm. but they that doesn't stop them from making (laughs) stop them from making uh, comments comments about it you know um and look we all kind of do it like 30 years ago i i we talk about clovis all the time and truthfully i don't go to clovis i don't know clovis i shouldn't say anything about clovis Mm -hmm. like whatever so i understand where that all comes from this like idea of like whatever um but it can it can be kind of frustrating sometimes when you're like uh but you you don't even know you don't know what you're talking about so (laughs) yeah anyway um well uh the little shift here, you know, okay. people are, uh, we're going around now more, no, n- no mask, mask, whatever. The pandemic is, is over yeah. officially over like a little scared, like squirrel really coming that. out of its hole. I've been sure. going to like little restaurants here and there, like, okay. okay. Like going around like Doing a little stuff, deer, yeah. like, is it okay to come out here now? And uh, mm-hmm. I went to uh, there's a new blast and brew on Palm that took over the uh, used to be the Plaza del Pane or whatever. Okay, Palm and pl- uh-huh. yep, yep, yep. Blast so and brew, blast uh-huh. and brew. I don't have to go to Clovis to go to blast and brew now. I can come and in the you, so you That's like cool. it, recommend? Yeah, I recommend it. Okay. I think I may be over the whole self pouring system now. Like it was a mm-hmm. fun idea for a while, but mm-hmm. now I'm just kind of like because the it's it's really it's 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 just it doesn't pour the beer out right and it's like, oh, okay it's uh-huh. real foamy but you're paying for it all and then right it's coming so you got to be really careful with how you're pouring your beer you gotta let me tell you my problem with the self like i just don't drink enough beer <laughs> in a given go yeah. for that to matter like i'm i maybe have one or two in which case I can go to the bar and that's in order it yeah. and have them like, that's not a big deal. And so I feel like, uh, now if I was with a huge group of people, like, you know, okay, maybe that's something where we all don't, you know, whatever. Yeah. You can't but, drink, you, you know, know, you can't get your beer as quickly as you want to get it. You don't have to wait for a, you know, a waiter waitress to come. I suppose. So, so that's, suppose. there's that as a, uh-huh. and then you can, and it's a little easier to try different beers than it would be sure. if there's, Sure. Okay. So, uh-huh. I yeah. I mean, there's I, benefits okay. to it, but I'll also agree. it's like, it's, it's, it's a little gimmicky at this point. I'm just like, I, I just, I don't need it anymore. But anyway, it's, over, it's a over. cool place. I'm glad it's in the neighborhood. And I also, <laughs> and there's one other anomaly in Fresno that I'm don't know what's going on except or so far, I guess I kind of do. Um, I love, Shaw, I love I'll, this setup, by uh, the way. West Shaw. There's great a great setup. Texas okay. Roadhouse Go. on West Shaw. I don't know if you've ever been to Texas Roadhouse, Josh. Uh, Probably not. I'm guessing you haven't. I mean, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It used uh-huh. to be Sweet Texas Tomatoes Roadhouse. back in the day, which I dearly, uh-huh. dearly miss. It's, 
It's on West. Yeah, yeah, West Shaw over there. Yeah, I know like exactly Valentine where it is, and, uh, and even if I've never been there. But next, where the the wine press center or the Target is, out in front of the teasers. Yeah, huh? yeah, 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 yeah. And so this Texas Roadhouse, it's like, I don't know. It's like if Applebee's uh, just opened a, a Texas themed restaurant. A road, uh, uh, yeah, a, a steakhouse. I guess that's the best Applebee's way became like yeah, a Applebee's yeah, did uh-huh. a, like a side project that and called it a Texas steakhouse. Yep, that's kind of what. Yeah. It, that's uh-huh. the vibe of it. So, wait, has, so have you been? You've been? Yes, my okay. my kid happens been, to really. But it's been. It's a lot. It's you know, not recently. My kid happens to really like it. They they give you bread okay. at the beginning, which she adores. This bread, people so, love bread. Yeah, and we haven't been during the whole pandemic, so she's been wanting. So we finally went, and it, it's fine. It's not bad or anything. It's just, mm-hmm. but it's it's always like super packed. You usually have to wait a half hour. No matter what time of day you go, you always have to wait like a half hour to get in. And I'm just like, what's going? Like, why do we love? Why does Fresno love this mediocre steakhouse so much? This shouldn't be a surprise to you if you've ever been (laughs) to the Olive Garden, like ever. Yes. Especially when they just had the one out in, in, in Clovis there. Um, you know, I I have been out to that all, and again, not recently, but uh, that all garden like at I don't know four thirty uh, yeah. on a uh, yeah. whatever afternoon on a weekend afternoon, and it be was packed. Yep. So, you know, you it's, just it's yeah. just like we really we really like that sort of mediocre, uh, like middle ground of between high end and above. Like fast food, yeah. like I don't know what's how funny, what that yeah. What's funny what is that meat is what that so so called. those places are. Uh, I feel like anyway, high end in terms of pricing, yeah, right. Uh, but but what you're saying is correct. It's like I'm getting medium end food at high end price. Like right. so, to me, it's like if I'm gonna pay that much that much money, um. I let me just go to some place local that I know has good food, right? Instead of uh, some yeah, Yankee and I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying that's just not what it like. It shouldn't be this popular. I guess is my whole like thing. I'm just bizarrely question whenever I see the line outside of uh, Texas. I'm like, it's fine, but like, why? Why is it so popular? I'm just like. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't understand. I do understand because I'm, you know, we've seen it. I've seen it all Fresno my life. And you, yeah, you, I'm from Fresno, uh, and this is. I'm like, right. yes, ex- of course, it, this place is popular. But also, I'm like, why? Right. I uh, I have no answer for you, <laughs> other than I no, <laughs> I don't is, have I don't have any don't answer know. for you. I think it's just um, like it's easy. I guess like it's sort of like. When you're like thinking of places to go with somebody else, like, oh, well, let's just go to Texas Roadhouse. And everyone's like, all right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, okay. I I'll totally, I mean, yes, I, I, that's easy. I think is, is a good, is a good thing, you know, because I do think there is something that like, uh, trying new things, it, it can be difficult. And so, if you don't know how, what something is, uh, a place like Texas Roadhouse or Applebee's or whatever, where you just know, like, mm, it, I know, I know what it's going to be. Mm-hmm. 
so I'm not going to be surprised pleasant, pleasantly or otherwise. Right. And that is appealing to some people, you know? So, right. Meanwhile, I, I mean, m- me personally, uh, and also, so I used to eat at those kind of places a lot, a mm-hmm. lot, a lot when I was younger, like a lot. Uh, and so I also just believe that I personally am like burnt out. Like I just, I could, I know what any of those places will bring to me. Uh, and so it's like, mm, I don't, I, I'm, I can go someplace else. We're going to be okay. Right. So, <laughs> so yeah. uh, I'll, we'll figure this out maybe one day or, or maybe this so, just isn't figure outable. Right. I, and I think it's fine. I think you need it takes all kinds, and I yeah, think you need. I mean, I mean it's you like, need I'm all not, kinds, I'm and as long making, as it's not really destroying yeah. uh, smaller yeah. local uh, restaurants, yeah. then I think there's nothing wrong with it. I'm like making. I mean, I'm making fun of. I'm putting a spotlight on myself as much as uh, everyone else. I'm not like right because you go there, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> you love it. So, and know. you it's, love it. You have a steak and you uh, steak and bread and is, yeah. whatever sort of, of potatoes, I assume. Yeah. Uh, and some weird stuff. vegetables, maybe. <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah. And and, uh, and it's great. And you uh, and whatever uh, weird draft beer they happen to have yeah. on tap or do you just soda well, or water? Have, they have a they have a Firestone Walker rotating tap there. So there you go. That, yep. That's the only one I can go. to. Yeah. Get your hop, hop, mm, hop, yeah, uh, the, hop, the, what is the, it? The haze, the, their, their hazy. Mind haze. Your mind, mind haze. Yeah. Um, uh, before what else? We, Anything before else? We get to, uh, before we get to plugs here. Okay. Uh, I guess, okay. I, I guess, uh, of one of the people I would, you would never think this is happening, but Uh-oh. Craig Sharton is moving from Fresno. <laughs> oh, yeah. Craig is moving. Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. I guess anybody can move from Fresno. Yeah. 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 I mean, to be fair, he has put in his time. Well, yes. Of anyone, uh, I would say, uh, if they deserve uh, to deserve, uh, I put that in quotes, but uh, to to leave and have us be like, Godspeed, my friend. I think it's Craig Chardon. Yeah. So he's retiring. But yes, as a I saw that, and I was like, "Wow, that's he's retiring, uh, but I, a retiring Fresnan. right?" And I mean, I think that you know uh, his reasonings are uh, legit. Yeah, they're family. family with family, which is I, I totally can sign off on. I was like, "All right, family, all right, you may go then. We'll let you. Right. We'll let you out. We'll let you leave, <laughs> sir. But you better come back." Yeah. Um. No, I yeah, I saw that, and it is one of those things where maybe we should do a whole, uh, we should do a Craig Chardon episode. Uh, see it. Do you know when's he leaving? I don't know. You know, because maybe uh, it would be cool to have him uh, have him on one last night because he's been on. Be- yeah. Has he been on before? Or we yeah. went on his podcast. We, I know. Yeah. No, we did like uh, with uh, we did like the, uh, the dual first. thing where we we used they we were on their show, but we also yeah, put yeah. it on ours kind of thing. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, always, always two guys. So always so supportive of kind of like everything, uh, just all of Fred, like very of all of Fresno, um, and especially downtown. And I know that some people have, you know, issue have had issues, you know, because he was a big proponent of the street of the mall being ripped out and other mm-hmm. things. But, um, 
in terms of like really elevating the status of a lot of you know things uh just in a, a really good job and you know just for peeves alone there and the go. memory of that i think people should uh you know give a give props to yes. to craig so so cheers cheers to craig yeah be safe and good Keep luck talking uh, yeah out, good out luck god speed i'm sure he will they say yeah but now it's time to plug it up plug it up plug it up josh what are you doing uh, let's let's have you go go oh, first with your, your oh plugs. my goodness the fresnan.com old Fresnan. blog the fresnan.com old school blog try to post things about fresno when i can and there's also a related uh, newsletter called fresno fresno.substack.com that one i try to do every other wednesday it hasn't okay. always worked out best but no. that is the that is the goal every other wednesday uh, you have a lot going so, on, so sure. I think you can be forgiven Everybody if you don't hit every does. every other Wednesday. Um, and then my other podcast, the Perfect Poor, Perfect Poor show every Friday, a new show with myself. That's the weekly one. Week. That's the yes. the hit every every it's week. It's gonna be there talking about uh craft beer news, with local some, but also not. Uh, solely local stuff. Yeah, and uh, and then there's also which uh, damn it, we got to get a new show going. There's the uh, get off my podcast, the, podcast. the Harrison Ford show. Harrison and, Ford, uh, yep, yeah. And I do, and uh, we are due for a new episode, but we'll get to it. And this is a great uh for people who don't know. Uh, this is in my mind like podcast like gold golden territory for podcast <laughs> where you just take something Super whatever niche. the topic is and you just run and you run with it and you run with it and you run with it you know so there's a lot of these like there's the isn't there like an office one where they go through every single episode yeah, well, of the office of the i know there's a definitely the a um, sopranos there's several yes, sopranos the, the, uh, um, ones and so star wars minute my favorite star wars related podcast is called star wars minute and they were the, like they were the ones that popular popular popularized this genre because okay. nobody was doing it and they they decided to uh every episode was one minute and well they're still doing it Every episode is one minute of Star Wars, which they started uh -huh. with A New Hope. And so they would have a, like a 30 minute episode of talking about one minute of a seat of the. You movie. shut up. So it's one minute of the movie yes. and they'll spend it. Because I, I thought it was a one minute minutes podcast. On no, no. So they, yeah. which no, they to me that. was like, well, that's great. You get a minute and they talk about like whatever. <laughs> yeah. But okay. So, so, they'll, so they'll just, they'll just talk everything you can speak on that minute of within that one minute that's, and they've that's done that genius. through the whole genre of star wars films and right now they're doing solo the, the so they've made it through all of the star wars movies all the, and now they're on to sort of the solo, other yeah they're, they're other. going in chronological order of the movies releasing so now oh, okay. right now they're on solo and when they're cool. done with that i think uh i think they would go to i don't know one of the uh one of the sequels but um 
So this is in that vein, uh, yeah, so but it's Harrison, of, Ford it's Harrison Ford movie, so it's not necessarily just Star Wars. You're going no, through the whole, whole thing, and you and you uh, you've already done been through all of the movies, right? Yeah, we've done all the movies. We just um, now we kind of talk about whatever new stuff he's got going on, right. and then whatever like we kind of do like like a blogger would like you know make up like lists of like his yeah, like yeah. five best fight scenes, blah blah blah, kind of thing. Um, so there's that, and then the the beer newsletter drinking and thinking dot substack dot com. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, so that's enough for that. What are you doing? All Josh? right, so uh, I have a lot of things. Uh, we'll start with the day job at the Fresno B and uh, Fresno B dot com. So if you are a news junkie like uh, me and Mike. I think because I think at deep down, at a, at heart, we talk a lot about pop culture, but we're really we're news junkies, don't you think? Yeah, I like. I mean, Kinda. I like the media. I've always yeah like following the media and all the Fresno's local yeah. personalities and and right. uh, yes. Uh, so anyway, if you like what you hear on this podcast, a a lot of of what we get is taken from uh reporting that's happened at the Fresno Bee. Um, and you know, some of it I've probably even done myself. So Fresno B. Um, and then I do the homegrown show on new rock, which is a one hour of local music, right? Like central Valley music that is, uh, on new rock from eight to 9 PM on Sundays. Uh, it's in that block that also includes osmosis, Mm -hmm. uh, Mike Oz's radio show. So it's, it's actually a really good night of music, like, uh, really good night of curated music. Um, and so we have radio nights, uh, man, you know, um, and we have, so for May, uh, we have a, like a, a stacked month. So we're going to have a sparkle jet, uh, was on, is on or was on, depending on when you're listening to this. Um, and then we have Macondo and Stone Shiver, and then the Great Northern oh. uh, at the end of the month. That so Macondo, we have people in studio. I saw a picture. Is he? Is he make? Did he make some tapes? Who? Who is that? Macondo. Did he make some tapes. Oh, oh I saw him had a, no. He had a tape uh, in his hand. So he had a tape. It, it's it, so he had a tape. There's there was. So I'm all about uh, tapes. Right you now. know. Um, Oh, this now I'm totally. Uh, well, I'm just gonna be I'm watching totally for them to flaking. make some So, make no, no. <laughs> the, the long answer is no. This is a tape from back in the day of this oh, band, okay. Damption, um, that uh, they used to play with, and then my uh, high school ska band uh, had played with a bunch, and so uh, we always sort of uh, talk about. Um, uh, oh, you're exchanging bootleg tapes, weren't you? You were bootlegging. You were bootlegging. I, I, we were bootlegging. So, um, anyway, so no, the answer is no. But uh, I'll bootleg it was this band redemption. Whoever anyway, wants so. bootleg tapes of Macondo's newest album? Uh, yes, right. I'll, 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 I'll um, make them for you. So, uh, yeah, so that is on Sundays on New Rock 104. I've been doing that for a while now and going really well. Um, totally. It, it's good. Uh, there's so much good. Like I'm just every week. I, it's just we're getting new stuff and there's a, so many good bands out there playing and putting music out. Um, yeah, it's crazy. 
So there's that. And then uh, I also have a newsletter, a local music newsletter that is out on Substack. It's bandgeek.substack.com, and that's, uh, I don't know, four E's or whatever. And that is just, you know, whatever kind of local stuff that I've stumbled upon for the week. Uh, and it comes out on every every Sunday. You can sign up and get it sent directly to your email, or you can look at it online um, if you remember. But the email is nice because it gives you that sort of, uh, cue like, hey, pay yeah, attention to this. There, today. you don't have to think. To go uh, over there. You can just yeah, and there's them. tons of good stuff. Speaking of bootlegs, uh, not bootlegs, but like release stuff. Uh, did you see like last week or week before? Ig88 put up their album. Do you remember Ig88? Mm. It was like the band before American Sloth, which eventually became Pink Eye. Oh well, I remember Pink uh-huh. Eye, but I remember yeah. American Sloth. I don't know if I remember Ig88. Yeah. The IG-88 was uh, Ronald Reagan, the bass player, was a band before uh, American Sloth. And uh, they had uh, an album out that, you know, people had and whatever. Um, And they recently, it's super good. And then Eastside Indians Ah. just released their uh, album uh, digitally. So you can find that on Bandcamp. Eastside Indians is back. They they famously uh, are in a... A famous Van Halen live okay. show. Yes. Okay. This that is was true. And this and this came up. Arena. Uh, yeah, this came up uh, as I was talking about them um, because uh, whatever it was, whatever year it was that Van Halen was here, and I guess uh, he dude from uh, uh, the band from Eastside Indians passes a flyer up to, up to Sammy Hagar, and then Sammy Hagar, and he, he reads, reads like Eastside Indians playing it, like whatever, and it's it they it's on the album, he, and it's a Cadillac Club show. Oh, Cadillac like, Club, and, that's and great. Sammy, Sammy that grabs a flyer like, and he reads like everybody on the flyer. He's like Eastside Indians playing at the Cadillac Club. And he goes, you know, I'm gonna be there. You know, I'm gonna be there. <laughs> and everyone's like, yeah. That would be if he was. I don't there. think Sammy was there, Josh. I don't, I don't think, think he showed Sammy, for that show. Yeah. Lying okay. son of a bitch. <laughs> no, but like so, we, yeah, so my anyway, friends and I used to like that. love to love to the uh use that line. That that's why I just know it so well. It's like yeah. you're always nope. like making it, fun like you know I'm gonna be there. You know I'm gonna be there. It's genius. It's genius. Um anyway, so that's the kind of stuff that you'll find on my newsletter if you uh subscribe. That's great. And then uh I have a bunch of bands if you're interested in that so many stuff. Bands. Um uh, it'll go back is the punk band. And, uh, I think we have something planned. They're doing this thing at Tioga at some point in August, kind of like a festival, maybe kind of thing. One day kind of something, uh-huh. um, that, uh, is still in the planning stages. So I think we're going to be on for that. And hopefully fingers crossed we'll have like, we're really thinking about wanting to write some Ooh. new music. Uh, new songs, so hopefully we'll be getting that done. Uh, and then uh, I am playing sort of in the live version of Victim of Propaganda. So this is my friend Todd's project. We played – this is the Porchfest uh, show. Uh, we played as the live version of Victim of Propaganda. Um, and I think, I fingers it. crossed, we'll have another show – uh, with that project coming up in June again, fingers crossed. Then I have uh, a band called the Downwinders, uh, also with my friend Todd and some other uh, awesome 
uh, dudes, including uh, Chris Friesen, who uh, is the producer for the the uh, Festive Fridays out at Great Day, bringing all the bands out there, uh, and our friend Steve. And we are in the process of recording, and once that gets done, we'll probably be playing some shows with that. So that'll be a lot of fun. Uh, Big Balls, ACDC uh, cover band, still uh, happening. If anyone wants us to play, let me know, and we'll, we'll make that happen. That uh, uh, I seen that uh, the the that wine place on on Avenue Seven and Ninety Nine, uh-huh. that winery. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. they have a new venue, like further deep into the property back. They there. did, yeah. They moved, and I can't remember exactly, like. It's called yeah, Watkins Ranch. There was some or something. reason, yeah, and 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 they sort of moved it. Uh, it was uh, used to be Apcal, I think. Yeah, used to be Apcal. Now um, it's like Rock and Ranch. Now it's or called something, that, what's something it called? like that. I don't know, but it looks well, cool. Yeah, it looks rad. I saw pictures today, um, and it it looks really cool. I actually need to reach out to them and uh, uh, t- because yeah, the and you know Apcal had a really nice setup, you know. Originally, they were just kind of like on the back porch of the the place there, right. and then they actually built a stage with a nice little dance kind of thing. And so this, I think, is a further kind of um, whatever from that. And so, uh, and I think it's because like when the pandemic happened, uh, as people were getting back, they they ran into some issues like with uh, using it as a venue and it being a wine like whatever so i think they they kind of figured like went through and figured all that stuff out so they could be legit as legit as possible with it and really have it as a venue so speaking of um i went to i hadn't been i went to vino robles out in paso have you been there i have not the amphitheater mm. i saw uh, uh ace Fooley, alice cooper there um it's it is awesome it is really cool. It's a great place. Uh, takes about an hour and a half, hour forty five minutes to get out there. They have a super, like crazy lineup of bands this year. Wow. Like just a ton of great bands coming through. Um, Bastille and I don't know. I think Interpol is playing there. I'm gonna go out in September and see Elvis Costello nice. and Nick Lowe. Um, she and him is playing. I mean, and and uh, ZZ Top. Every week they just keep adding to their. There's no their reason list. we can't have uh, that here as well. Well, yeah. so that's what man. That's what I was talking. Uh, so I went out uh, to the Alice Cooper thing with uh, Hammer from from New Rock, the program manager there, and we were kind of talking about that uh, about like you know how come Fresno can't get these these same bands like passing through. Um, and part of it, I think, is just there isn't really a a venue for it in the in the same way. Well, it's like there can't. Um, I don't know what the if you gathered all the Central Coast or at least that part of the Central Coast, the San Luis Obispo, Paso, uh, uh, Morro Bay part. Like I don't know how many people live there, but like it's got to be less than the Fresno region, right? So right. like, well, I so here's the thing, though. I think but, that Paso. Like, I think they're getting a ton of people coming from Fresno going over there. I think probably, I don't know, I would think maybe uh, a a large percentage of uh, their crowd is coming in from Fresno, which makes total sense because it's like, it's totally a doable, you know, we went to that show, we left, you know, at Friday, we left Saturday night at whatever time, five or, you know, whatever, went to a show and got back and we were home by, you know, midnight. Um, mm-hmm. If we had stayed over, you know, we could have made a whole thing out of it. But um, 
So, you know, uh, like, I think that's it. You know, I think they're just yeah. getting a, a they're just you know, drawing but from the valley as much I, as they're drawing right. from them. But I do think that you're a hundred, I mean, yeah, that, that these are these, like, so if you look at, you know, the, some of the bands, Bonnie Ray at Weird Al, um, Interpol, uh, Andrew McMahon, Dashboy Confessional, Elvis Costello, Phoebe Bridgers, like, and then, you know, a bunch of comedians and stuff. These are all bands that, that could, I think could play Fresno um, it just isn't and it's right. just figuring out where, what venue, you know, to, to get them at. Um, but you know, they should, they should all be playing Fresno, Bastille, Lord Huron. Um, but at the same time, I think, you know, having a venue that close is, you know, almost, eh, you know, on the, it's, all, it's on the border of being local, like on the fringe of. I feel local. like right. I feel like it's local. It's definitely. I mean, we were there probably less than two hours, and so it, it becomes a thing where you definitely can do it in a night. You could definitely go. I mean, mm-hmm. it's kind of depending on how old you want to be. Yeah. Um, you could definitely go see a show, come back, get up the next morning, and go to work. You could make right. it make it happen. So. And the anyway. Outside Lands got announced too. Have you ever been to Outside Lands? Uh, I have not been to Outside Lands. And, uh, no. It always looks nice. It's like, is it yeah. on Angel Island or it's it's in the Bay Area? I don't know. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's, uh, I think it's on the the island and not yeah, because it's not in the park. I think the other ones in the park. Hardly strictly bluegrass is in the park. I think, but mm-hmm. um, I anyway, no, I haven't looked. Is it what what the what the uh, I can't remember. What it look like? <laughs> it always, I always looks cool to me, and I just never go. But I know there's uh, a lot of people from. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of, you know, music festivals. Kind of, I've been to a few, and now like, <laughs> at, it, like whatever. But I'm really uh, into like seeing them live. I'm like watching them <laughs> on the YouTube, on like the a live YouTube. That's the way to do it, man. And, That's and I blast the way to it on it. my projector uh, and. Uh, and uh, try to pretend I'm there, but have all right. my comforts from of home. Right. There. Okay, so Green Day, Post Malone, SZA. Yeah. Easer. You know, uh, we don't have to talk about it now because uh, now we're like way off topic of at, <laughs> at the end of the show yeah, here. We're but out, out um, here. we really need to talk maybe next time about uh, Grizzly Fest and whether Grizzly Fest will uh, uh, ever be coming back and what, what we're missing out. Uh, yeah with not having that here because i'm looking at you know this um this lineup and um just all the music festivals that are happening and being really sad that like oh yeah we don't have that here anymore um so (sighs) well is that is that it that's that's it man that's enough enough may fresno may for this yeah and then we'll be back in june any, uh, looking ahead, anything anything going on in June? What's the June uh, going to be? I don't know, bro. It's, What's usually in June? I can't is, ever uh, remember. June is, for me, it's school is ending. School oh, yeah, yeah. Ending, which I highly look forward and to. And Oh, you look that, forward to. As a parent of just like the stress of uh, stress of the, the school and like of getting your kid <laughs> have making sure your kids doing her, their school properly. Uh-huh, uh-huh. You have this right, added right, pressure right. as a parent during the school year. So when school right. year's over, it's just like there's like a uh, 
you're for me anyway. I know some parents yeah. are like like having their you're kids like go at school play in the street blah, blah, blah. now. Leave me alone. But like, but like, let me get back to my life. Yeah, having that pressure of not worrying do. about them being at school and all that is is uh-huh. also a summer break for 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 yeah. me as well. So I'm looking forward maybe. to the June summer break of school. And maybe we'll see you out at some shows and stuff. Maybe, yeah. With all that all pressure right. off. Uh, okay. Well, hopefully the, the audio was much better, yeah, uh, this time so. around Fingers than it, it has been in the past. And if not, uh, I'm sure Andrew will let us you, now be like, yeah, Hey, yeah, uh, Andrew, you let us uh, turn up the volunteer and whatever. I don't know. Maybe there's some, something we can do, but, um, and thank you, C-Mac, and thank you, Andrew and everybody else. And yes. thank you for listening to the show. For and sure. I really appreciate it. It's, it's, um, yeah, it definitely goes a long way. Um, and again, you can find us on all of the, well, not all we're mostly, if you want to, so we're both on, are you on Instagram? Yeah. The Fresno. Okay. Well, I don't, I don't, do you post a lot? Not do I just not I it? posted, I posted the, the porch fest videos, which I kind of oh, yeah. regret because I did live ones Oh, and they're like, that, they're yeah. choppy because of the, the cell service yeah. when you're doing yeah. a festival is always yeah. shitty. And I regret doing all those that because now they're all choppy, but they're up there. Um, yeah. Um, okay. So, uh, yeah, you can find us. We're on all the things, uh, the Fresen or Joshua Tihi. You can also uh, get at the podcast itself uh, on Twitter. Um, that's where we do a lot of our sharing and, and conversing and whatnot. So, uh, yeah, that all being said, I'm going to count us out, I guess. Five, four, three, two, one. Bye.